You're listening to the Prosperous Pet Business Podcast with pet business coach Kristen Morrison. Episode number 48. Welcome to the Prosperous Pet Business Podcast, where it's all about pet business challenges, real coaching, and real solutions to help you thrive in your pet business and in your life. And now, here's your host, pet business coach, Kristen Morrison. Hi, pet business owners. I am so excited to share that my first audiobook is now available. Woo! I'm so excited. It's available on Audible. It's available on iTunes. It's available on Amazon. And my very first book is the 30 Days to Start and Grow Your Pet Sitting and Dog Walking Business book. So again, that is available on audiobook format now. And I've had so many of you ask me, you know, can you please put your books on Audible or create them for audiobook because I don't have time to read. And so enough of you said that, you know, I do listen to you guys. <laughs> I want you to know I can't always do things super quick because I've got a lot of projects going on, but I had so many of you say that, that I really took that to heart and I listened to it. I also have had a lot of people ask me, hey, Kristen, did you record the audiobook? Is it your voice? It is not my voice. I hired a voiceover artist named Kara to help me record the book, and she did a fantastic job. Even my husband says she sounds a bit like me. <laughs> so I think you're going to like her voice. And I worked really hard with her and she was really committed to just providing the best audiobook version possible and she just did a fantastic job and we're already working on another book which is six figure pet sitting to get that into audiobook format and then you know i hope to have all of my books on audiobook format by the end of the year we'll see if i can make that happen but that is the intention, that is the goal, and we shall see. <laughs> but at any rate, six-figure pet sitting should be available in the next couple months, and I'm, I'm so happy about that. So I hope you enjoy it. I think you will if you tend to go for audiobooks. You know, it's such a nice way to learn rather than having to read a book. I know a lot of you don't read until the very end of your day and then you just get tired and makes it hard to learn. So when you can pop in the audiobook and listen to it while you're driving, walking dogs, doing the dishes, you know, wherever and whenever you want to hear it, that can be a great way to learn. And I also want to let you know that the audiobook does come with a 71-page booklet that I created that has a checklist, you know, of things that you need to do. It also has some tips and tools and many, many other things, a lot of recommended resources. So you'll get a lot of bang for your buck when you purchase the audiobook. And then I also wanted to share another book share here that my next book, The Hiring Handbook for Pet Sitters and Dog Walkers, will be coming out in August 2019. So that is coming up soon. If you're listening to this after August 2019, then it is available, and I hope you enjoy it. 
that was also a labor of love. It took about a year to write that book, and I am so excited to help those of you who really need to hire to be able to do it in a very streamlined, you know, relatively easy way. Hiring can be very challenging. And even if you're not a pet sitter or a dog walker, you will get a lot from this book. You might be a dog trainer and want to hire other dog trainers. You might have a doggy daycare or a grooming shop you know, you'll gain a lot of value from it too. So again, the title is The Hiring Handbook for Pet Sitters and Dog Walkers, and that will be coming out in August 2019. Well, today I want to share about the coaching session that you're about to hear, to be a fly on the wall and hear me talk with Katie. So Katie lives in Colorado And she has had her dog hiking and dog boarding business for almost two years. She's feeling discouraged, though, because she's tried lots of different ways to market, but not much is working, unfortunately. And she's only really getting about one new client every month or two, and she needs help coming up with some marketing strategies that are low cost or even free, since she's tried some marketing streams that have been really expensive and haven't worked at all. So I invite you to join me and Katie in her coaching session. And I just want to let you guys know, I do private sessions with coaching clients as well. I also have people agree to be on the podcast and Katie is one of them. So anyone that you hear on the podcast who's getting a coaching session with me has agreed to do that. And they've done it both for themselves and to help those of you who might have the same problem. So, you know, I really appreciate and I'm grateful for the coaching clients that are willing to be recorded and you know, be a part of the podcast as a result. And I know that it's helped a lot of you and it's been wonderful for me to be able to give these sessions to you and to those of you that I'm working with. So I invite you to listen in as I work with Katie. Hello, Katie. Hey. Hello. (laughs) How are you today? I'm doing good. It's actually finally warm for the first time in Colorado. So we're all, everyone here is pretty excited about that. (laughs) It's so funny because it's been very warm where, where I am. I'm in the Bay area, California, Uh and uh, it was chilly today. So I had a fire going in my office. I have a little fireplace in my office and um, it was so loud that I realized I couldn't do your coaching call (laughs) in there because it just sounded like this roaring, (laughs) roaring spring. Yeah, Yeah, it's been crazy. Like it just snowed like maybe three days ago. We got like, oh really? Yeah, like five inches of snow, and then today it's like eighty degrees. So it's like typical. Oh my gosh, it's funny. Yeah, a little (laughs) schizophrenic weather, right? Okay, so we have some time to work together today, which I'm excited about. Tell me a little bit about your business and the biggest challenge that you currently have. So the majority of what we do are trail, um, pack trail hikes. Um, mm-hmm. we, do, we do free pickup and drop off. So we'll go and we'll pick up usually anywhere between 
I'd say an average day, like usually five dogs. And then we'll take them mm-hmm. to one of the trailheads that we have here and we'll hike for an hour and then we take them back home. Um, and mm-hmm. we do that in the morning and in the afternoon. So, um, okay. we do it, yeah. So we have two sessions that they can choose from. I do have some dogs that do both sessions, but, um, oh, yeah, uh-huh. basically, basically just mostly trail hike dogs. I do have some that are that we do private walks for, but I have like uh-huh. two, or, two or three clients. That's really not the majority of what we do. Okay. Got it. And let me ask you a question. When they get the morning and afternoon walk, do they get a discount for that or no? No, I, ch- so, if, well, yes. Well, <laughs> well, I take that back. Are you saying if they do both, if they do the morning and mm-hmm. the afternoon? Oh yeah, I do. Cause I give them like, for, for example, like my, if they just do one hour hike, it's $30, but if they do the morning uh-huh. and the afternoon, it's 45. So it's quite discounted for both. Yeah. That's a big discount. Okay. Okay. So that's something I'm noting. We can talk about that in a minute. What else? So you do hikes. Do you do pet sitting as well? And you do the private walks you said. Right. So we do private visits, private walks, and then we also do overnights in our own uh-huh. homes. So, okay. um, mm-hmm. yeah. So with, without a boarding license here in Colorado, I can do three dogs in my house at a time. Okay, great. And how much do you charge for that? 65 per 24 hour period. Okay. Okay, great. Okay. And anything else you want to tell me about your services? Um, let's see. Mm, no, I guess that's really it. We just mostly try. Okay. <laughs> you say that again? I said, no, I mean, most, most of all my clients are just trail hikes. Okay. Got it. So what, what's your biggest challenge that you're struggling with right now in terms of that? Um, well, it's probably with most everyone. It's I, I, okay. so I guess it'll be two years. I started the company mm-hmm. almost two years coming this coming September. So we're uh-huh. fairly young, but it's really been, I mean, really slow coming. I have mm-hmm. done like a ton of online advertising, you know, like the simple like Facebook and Instagram. I've mm-hmm. done things from setting up booths at like 5k runs to meeting with mm-hmm. trainers in the area meeting so I met with different people like you know getting to go some of the other trainers in the area thinking they could refer mm-hmm. me but I honestly haven't gotten a single client from any of that I've only got no. word, word of mouth here is the only way I've gotten mm-hmm. so I guess that's why it's so slow too it's just because yeah you know, I'm like getting like one client and then that client's like maybe yeah. referring another six months down the road. So it's super slow. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And you don't have very many clients either. When you start to have a lot of clients, then what happens is the snowball effect where all of a sudden you'll realize, wow, I don't have to do much marketing because my clients are actually doing the marketing for me by spreading the word if they're very happy. But in the beginning, you definitely have to do a lot of different marketing streams. So early on, I actually wouldn't recommend Instagram and Facebook. I mean, unless you really know what you're doing, because it can be really expensive. You have to really know what you're doing in order to target market your ideal clients. So 
I'm going to say put a hold on the Instagram and the Facebook for now. It doesn't mean okay. you can't approach that in the future. And I highly recommend that in the future. But what I want you to do is start out really locally. So Facebook and Instagram are, of course, you can target local people. But before you go there, I want you to really look at your current marketing possibilities. So some things that came to mind as you were talking, do you have car signs? Do you have signs on your car? I'm actually in the process. I actually bought a 2002 Dodge minivan to shuffle around my dogs uh-huh. in. And I actually have yep. an artist right now that's actually painting my whole outside super cute. Like oh. a little, like putting dog cartoons on it and making it really cool. Oh. Um, so yeah, yeah once that should be done this week. So once that's done, like, yeah, I'll be more of like a, everyone must see my cool dog out van on the road. I hope. Oh, that'll be huge. <laughs> And just make sure that the that your logo and or your business name is just very clearly visible and easy to read. Today, I went to my dry cleaner and I was asking her, you know, how much is it to, to depill a sweater? You know, when you get those little bumps and, and she's like, let me look at the sign. And they had this like kind of chalkboard sign and uh-huh. the font was so hard to read we were both like I can't read this <laughs> even the woman <laughs> who worked there couldn't read it you know so especially when you're driving around you want to make sure that you know when you zip by somebody that they can actually read you know that it's big enough and that it's clear enough so that's okay. really important as you're in the design aspect of it and then what I want you to do after you get these these wonderful signs put on your car or the wrap or whatever it is going to be. Um, I recommend that you get uh, business card vehicle pockets. And what I mean by that are you would put business cards on the side of your car. So not only will people see it, but if you're parked, you know, wherever you're parked, then people can actually open up the business card holder and take a card. So you can just search online for vehicle card holder, you know, and it's something that you can just pull off the adhesive, put it on and you can easily take it off as well, but it'll be strong enough to stick too. Okay. So that's something that you're going to see is going to generate a lot of results for you. I hear that over and over. A lot of people are afraid to do the car signs and I understand where the fear comes from. It's you know, especially for pet sitters, for dog walkers, when the clients are away, you know, they don't want to alert a potential burglar that, you know, the house is vacant, especially now that the dogs are gone, you know, you take them away. But if you park a little bit down the street, it shouldn't be a problem. And I also recommend if you're going to meet a client that if you park in front of their house, you know, to go meet them for the first time that you let them know that just to let you know, you want to really give them security before they even ask. So you can say, just to let you know, you know, I know that I have, I have car signs, you know, and I'm going to be parking my car a little bit down the street so that it protects your house and, you know, all of that security. So that's the way around that so that it actually works for you and it can generate so much business. My experience on return on investment on really nicely well done car signs is just incredible. You know, you may pay 
how much are you paying for this? Do you know yet? For, for, so I, I do a lot of swapping of services. So okay, uh-huh. the, the artist yeah. that's painting my car, she actually has two dogs. So we've swapped some services and returned oh, for it. Oh, great. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm just Good. basically paying for the paint. And then I think I want to have to have someone professionally put a clear coat on it. So it doesn't. Um, yes, definitely. So I'm probably, totally. maybe, mm-hmm. I'll probably spend like 400 bucks total on the whole thing. Yeah, it'll be worth it. You'll see. So one of the things, I'll tell you some more marketing suggestions in just a minute, but one of the things I want you to do is to begin to really track where your marketing is coming from. Now, you may do it in your head, like you ask clients, but it really needs to go somewhere so that you can keep track of that data. So if you have a software system, you want to be sure to input that in the software system. A lot of software systems, though, don't really let you see, well, how many clients did I get from my car sign in the last month? Right. You know, and that is really helpful information, not just did I get someone you know, through my car sign. So you can even create your own Excel doc and just keep track you know, each okay. week or each month so that you know. And that will really give you data in terms of what is working and what is not. And it's important, especially if you're spending money, you know, you're going to be spending $400 and that's not a huge amount in the marketing world, but you know, it's enough that you want to make sure that it's actually paying off for you. In addition to that, you're giving, you know, pet care. So you're giving of your time and energy, you know, in exchange for that. So Um, So that's one thing. And the other thing I'm going to recommend if you're not already on there is to go on nextdoor.com. I do. I I am on there. Like I haven't gotten a single person on that either. I've even had some people write recommendations and so. Yeah, the recommendations are great. Those are important. But what really makes a difference is actually asking clients if they would post a comment, like, you know, almost like a Facebook post, but on next uh-huh. door where okay. they say, you know, fabulous dog sitter, or fabulous trail hiker for dogs or something um, like that. Okay. Um, okay. Now you don't want to ask people to do things like over and over. So if exactly. you ask people recently to give you recommendations, I would wait like maybe four or five months, you know, if it's, if it was like last week, but if it was about four or five, six months ago, then I would ask those people who left you recommendations if they'd be willing to just post a little something. So just to give you a little backstory on how incredible this works. So there were two service providers that I used in the past couple months. And because I know the power of Nextdoor and I really like to help small businesses, whenever somebody does a fantastic job, I post on Nextdoor and I let my neighbors know how great Mm -hmm. this person is, you know? So one of them is an organizer that works with me. And so she helped us declutter our garage and she's just incredible. So I, I titled it marketing, um, not marketing ninja, but um, decluttering ninja. That was the title of it. You know, do you need a decluttering ninja? You know, I like wrote a little ad and, and talked about how incredible she was and how she helped us. And, you know, there were 15 people who asked me for her information. Oh, moly. 
Want to take what you're learning from the podcast and begin to apply it in your own pet business so you can see powerful results? The Pet Business Online Course Learning Platform can help you do that. You'll find instant access courses that can help you launch or grow your pet business starting right now. You can watch, listen, and learn from the courses right now or whenever works best for you and from wherever you're at in the world. The How to Start Your Pet Sitting and Dog Walking Business in 7 Days online course gives you step-by-step instruction and comprehensive tools to help you launch your own pet care business and get paying clients in just one week. The four-week Pet Business Catapult program provides a weekly comprehensive plan to help you create systems and strategies so you can work on your business instead of in your business. You'll also learn exactly what you need to find, hire, and train quality staff and attract high-paying, profitable clients. With these classes and the many other online classes you'll find on the course platform, you can take your pet business to a new level of growth and success starting right now. Go to PetBusinessCourses.com. That's PetBusinessCourses.com or use the online learning platform link in the show notes page to start transforming your pet business right now. You'll find many classes for all your business needs, including how to get your website higher on the search engines and how to use Facebook marketing to grow your pet business, plus many others. New courses are added monthly. These online courses provide solutions and actionable steps so you can quickly take your business to a new level of growth and profitability. And you'll receive your courses in less than 60 seconds after ordering. To find out more, go to PetBusinessCourses.com. Yeah. And then the other thing was we recently had our hot tub totally drained and cleaned and, you know, there was a little bit of a leak and so we patched it and I wrote about the hot tub guy as well and uh, I ended up getting like eight people who asked me about him. Hmm. They wanted his information. So it really makes a huge difference and the recommendations are important too because then you start popping up when people go, you know, if they type in your business name, your recommendation is going to pop up as, hey, do you want to, you know, look at this person? But, the, you know, do both. You want to do the po- have your clients do the posts and the recommendations. Okay. And the other thing, so going back to the dog trainers that you've been working with, so have you referred clients to them? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I would actually even look for somebody different, equally as good dog trainer, but have an agreement. Like you can even approach them and say, you know, I've referred a few clients to, you don't want to say who it is, but to another dog trainer and, you know, they haven't reciprocated and I'm really looking for a reciprocal, you know, working relationship where we're giving each other referrals and really helping each other out. So I would do that. You want to set it up for success so that you're really laying it out. And it doesn't feel good when you start referring a lot of clients, but nothing's coming your way, you know? Yeah. I mean, we don't want everything to be because, you know, oh, if I give you this, you give me this. It's not, that's not what I'm talking about. But the thing is, it does feel pretty crappy as a business owner when you're referring a lot, nothing's happening. So, you could either talk to that dog trainer and say, you know, I'm noticing that I haven't gotten any referrals from you and I really would love some more clients. Do you have any idea 
like how that might be able to happen, you know, so you could open the conversation or you could just begin to approach another dog trainer. It's up to you, you know, but that's something I would look at because you really want, you know, you're investing time and energy in kind of building that person up to your clientele and that's not coming back to you from this dog trainer and that's not okay. You know? Yeah. It doesn't feel good. So with next door, you don't want to post about your business. You can write a profile about your business, but they really discourage businesses from posting about their own businesses. That's why you want to get clients to do it. Because then it's something that, you know, probably won't be, marked or flagged, you know, whereas if you did it, then all hell would break loose and people right. would be like, eh, she's promoting her business, right. you know, cause we just, we don't want to go on next door and see a bunch of promotion. That's not fun, but it's great to see somebody who goes, this service provider is fantastic, you know? So the other thing I'm going to recommend that you do is to contact local rescue dog rescue organizations You could even target really high-energy dogs like Greyhound Rescue or, you know, something like that, Whippet Rescue, you know, because the thing is you offer these trail hikes and a lot of rescue dogs suffer from both separation anxiety and the need to really run so that they can kind of work out their anxiety. It really makes a difference. So I would contact those rescue organizations. If you don't want to target them like the Whippet or the Greyhound, you could just contact, you know, rescue organizations and see if there's a way that you can work together. It may be that you give people who adopt rescue dogs through that rescue organization, you give them, you know, 5% off or 10% off their first bill, you know, as a thank you for the referral and as a help. You know, I do have a local rescue here that I do work with. Like we do, I do a yearly um, photos with Santa around Christmas time and all the money that we collect like goes to them. So I have somewhat of a connection with the local animal shelter Uh here. Um, But yet, I I, I mean, what would be the best way to like maybe keep pushing the whole like. Yeah. So what I would say is you want to really spell out because, you know, People may know, but to actually verbalize it is powerful. So what you can say is, you know, I really want to, we have this dog hiking service or this dog walking service or this pet sitting service, you know, boarding in my home that really helps, especially with dogs that suffer from separation anxiety. And what we found, if this is true for you, obviously you don't want to say it if it's not true, but this is typically true. What we found is that Dogs that are rescued, if they get walked regularly and, you know, if they are in somebody's home rather than going to a kennel, they tend to be more relaxed. And I think, you know, you might even find that you don't get dogs sent back from homes because the dogs become more well-adjusted and it's easier for the new pet parents to actually take care of them, you know? So in a way, you really want to spell out the benefits, what you are bringing to the table by, you know, connecting with them. And then on top of that, I would really encourage you to, and I'm not a big discount 
person <laughs> at all because I think, you know, we're providing a service and we need to get paid for that time and energy and, you know, we're not a nonprofit business. Um, however, with rescue groups, I think it is important, at least for the first invoice, to offer a little incentive. And it will okay. also help brand new pet parents who have never used a pet sitter before. They've never had their own pet, maybe when they were a kid, but they never used a pet sitter or a dog walker. It, it gives them a little bit of more of an incentive to actually do it. And they've heard from the rescue group that you're great, you know, okay. so it's kind of a win-win. And so the more you can begin to connect with local companies in your area, local businesses, I think that's really going to make a difference for you. But what I would encourage you to do is do some of the old fashioned pounding of the pavement. <laughs> so going to vets, groomers, and pet stores with your business cards and introducing yourself and really begin to cultivating a relationship with them. And again, one way you can do that is to not only say, you know, hey, can I leave my cards here? But you can also say, I'd love to recommend you to my clients. In fact, I'd love to put you on my recommended resources webpage if that's okay with you. And a lot of businesses will be thrilled about that. So that's something that, you know, I'm going to recommend. And I recommend that you keep a marketing log of all of these actions, but, you know, have a separate one for the local pet businesses that you target you know, so that you date it and you really know when was the last time I was there because time flies quickly. Yeah. Okay. And, it, and it may be that you think, oh, I was there three weeks ago. And you look at the date and you're like, holy crap, I was there nine months ago. You know, it's just you really want to do it, I would say, every six to eight weeks. Okay. And if you have a marketing log with all of the businesses, the address, you know, what kind of card holder you left. So maybe you're putting a card holder on the bulletin board, you know, or you have a little plastic card holder and you put it on the counter. It depends with each local business. And some won't, won't want you to leave it there. And that's okay. You know, you kind of have to move through your fear of rejection. If you have that, most people do. And it can be a little daunting, but especially if you lead with you know, I've heard great things about your pet store or I've, you know, bought things from your pet store. Clients have, my clients have raved about it. You want to be honest. You know, you want to be in integrity with what you're saying, but, you know, draw from that to really let them know that you see them as a business that is really an asset to the community. Start with that, lead with that, and then say, and I'm wondering if I could leave my cards here. I'd love to do that. And then when you go back in six to eight weeks, I would bring a little goodie. You know, maybe you bring donuts or, you know, cookies or something like that um, with a thank you card. That means so much to people. Because I know and I brought like a really, bunch of Starbucks one time. That's great. I think that's great. But not everybody likes coffee and some people like it a certain way. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Whereas cookies, donuts might be easier. It's just a thought. You know, if that worked well, then I would do it again. 
but you might want to try something different next time okay. and just see. And uh, make sure to put your card on. If you get donuts, put it on the top of the box, okay. you know, so that when people open it, they're seeing who gave it to them, the different associates at the store or the vet hospital. So those are some things that are low cost and actually free <laughs> that will help you begin to dive in and not have to spend a ton of money because you, you've only been in business, you know, almost yeah. two years now. And so there's still so many free or super inexpensive marketing options. One, two that you might want to do is if you go to my free stuff page on Six Figure Pet Business Academy, you'll see a hundred places to list your pet business online. Okay. And that'll help you with SEO if you list your business on lots of different websites. That is a booklet with lots of links. Some of the links no longer work, but there are so many links on there that you'll still get quite a few of them. Okay. <laughs> so just if it, the link doesn't work or if now all of a sudden the website's asking for money, just move on to the next one. <laughs> okay. But that's something that I would recommend. That'll be good for you to, to begin to do that. And you don't have to do it in one fell swoop. But I would, you know, make a game plan of like, I'm going to take one marketing action a day and maybe I'm going to list my business on 10 websites today. You know, every day do something, okay. you know, and you can even wake up and go, what is my marketing action today? Or the night before, what is my marketing action tomorrow? And I guarantee if you are doing at least one marketing action a day that you know, is really target marketed toward pet owners, like going to these pet businesses, like going to the rescue groups, you know, and next door your client's posting and it says like dog sitter or, you know, dog walker in the title. That's going to really draw your right clients to you who need what you have to offer. Okay. All right, my dear. Well, thank you for your help. Well, you are so welcome. It was my pleasure. Yeah. And I hope that you continue to have sunny days, <laughs> especially with you dog hiking. I know that makes a difference. I remember when I hiked in the rain when I was walking dogs, it was not my favorite time, no. you know? Yeah. 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 It can, yeah. <laughs> it can get old quickly. So I'm, I'm happy to hear that the sun is coming out for you in Colorado. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay, Katie, I hope you have a great day and good luck you with your business. Thank you. Okay, Bye. take care. Bye. Hello, pet business owners. I hope you enjoyed that session with Katie. I would love to hear your comments or read your comments in the show notes. You can go to prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 48. That's the number 48. Again, prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 48. And I do have a link to the audiobook, The 30 Days to Start and Grow Your Pet Sitting and Dog Walking Business audiobook in the show notes if you want to check that out. I also have some other items that I talked to Katie about 
during the session and you'll find those items in the show notes as well. I wish you such a beautiful day, a wonderful week. I love to hear from you listeners. So if you feel like connecting, feel free to send me an email. You can contact admin at prosperouspetbusiness.com. I'd love to hear you know what you've received out of listening to the podcast. You can also leave a comment on the show notes. Again, the show note page is prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 48. Take good care. Have a great week. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Prosperous Pet Business Podcast. It would be great if you would take a moment to write a quick review on iTunes. For any questions, comments, or pet business coaching topics you would like to hear on future podcasts, please visit us at www.prosperouspetbusiness.com or www.sixfigurepetbusinessacademy.com.